All right, last week we talked about sacrifice, and this week we're back to talk about surrender as we continue in our ongoing journey as we look at this issue of character and how do we apply it to our lives as we try to develop those virtues that help us have the Christ-like character that we're talking about. And so today our verse, and I'll be reading uh, here, uh, comes from Galatians 2.20 that says, My old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. So I live in this earthly body by trusting in the Son of God who loved me and he gave himself up for me. Last week, we talked quite a bit about sacrifice, and we demonstrated through the life of Christ how Christ gave 100%. He sacrificially gave himself over for us, which was a call to look at making sacrifices in our own life, and we tied that to, to being members of teams and what it means to sacrifice. Um, as we reflect back of where we were last week, we, we can reflect that. We discussed this idea that Jesus was you know, perfect. Uh, he was God. Uh, he, he came and uh, somehow still remaining God came down, take up human form. He lived a perfect life and gave up his life as a sacrifice for all of us. Uh, and, um, and I know it's kind of an unequal parallel. I mean, we're not Jesus. We're not God. Uh, he made this sacrifice. And yes, even the greatest sacrifices we make will never compare ultimately to the sacrifice that, that Christ made for us. But we're still called to live that way, to live sacrificial lives. Uh, but uh, part of what I want to come with you today is this idea that it's not just about sacrifice, but it's also about surrender. And, and really, that's the main theme of today. That's the virtue we're talking about is this virtue of surrender. Now, we're still in this spirit component of the core four. And so this is a key part of devotion or being devoted is this ability to not just sacrifice, but also surrender. If you think about it, it's really the job of a coach, as we're talking so much about athletics, to help the athlete become the best that they can possibly be. Now, there's a certain component that has to do a lot with the sacrifice of the athlete. The, the athlete sacrifices. They do what needs to be done. But that's not all. It also has to do with surrendering to the coach's plan. The coach sees each of the individuals, calls us all to do these sacrifices. We sacrifice we blood, sweat, and tears. Uh, we sacrifice our time. But if we're unwilling to surrender to the plan then ultimately all that sacrifice really doesn't matter all that much. Look, as a former coach, I get it. There were simply times where I had guys that were willing to sacrifice. They went all, all out of their way. They, they did extra in the weight room, uh, you know, the conditioning, uh, and really worked hard. But where they struggled was surrendering themselves to the plan that I had laid out for them, the kind of defensive structure, the kind of offensive structure, based on what I saw was best for the team. And so the struggle was not so much their inability to sacrifice. Many of us are willing to sacrifice. But the key is, are we willing ultimately to surrender? And for the Christ follower, when we talk about this issue of, of sacrificing like Christ did and then surrendering uh, to Christ, it's the idea that we need to sacrifice ourselves, but we also need to surrender ourselves, surrender our plans, surrender our desires, surrender our very life to God's good and perfect uh, purpose. Um, and, and that's not just a one-time thing. It's a continual thing. Just like sacrifice is an ongoing issue. We sacrifice, uh, we push, 
uh, to try to get better. So surrender has to do a lot of times with this idea of an ongoing commitment to surrender ourselves, to yield to the guidance and the direction of what's going on. Now, for most people, I think that when they hear the word surrender, they get this really negative concept because, I mean, ultimately, you think about it. You, if, if you're surrendering, you're giving up. Uh, you know, it, it's this idea of somebody, uh, uh, of a victor, uh, calling people that you need to surrender. Uh, and, and so by surrendering, you're, you're giving up control. No backbone. Uh, have, have no uh, ability to withstand and stand up. You're, you're, you're in essence, admitting defeat. And, um, and, and, and I want to make sure we understand surrendering in a different context than that. This is not just that, oh, I'm, uh, we're not victorious. Actually, and this is true of many times when the Bible talks about things that seem so uh, anti what, what we understand. But surrendering is actually a point of victory. Uh, and, and technically, if you think about it from an athletic standpoint, surrendering is a key component of being a successful athlete. Or, or you take it to anything. Uh, you know, worked in theater for years. You know, you got a good director. You need to surrender what you think the scene has to say, or or the way the conductor's pushing you in a way to play the piece. Surrender has to do with coming underneath the authority of one who you know and you can trust because they have a better conception of what it is that needs to be done. Um, and so it's true. I mean, it's true on the field. Uh, it's also one of the most important things when it comes to the life of following after Christ. We need to be able to not just give up things, but surrender our whole selves. It's interesting because the scriptures talk about this. Actually, one passage you're going to have you look at if, if you've got your, your devices or your Bible is John 10.10. 10. It's a very simple passage. Uh, it says the thief comes only to steal and to kill and to destroy. I come that you might have life and you might have life more abundantly. That's a plan. I mean, there's, there's the difference. We, we, we're going to surrender. Look, you're surrendering to something anyway. Uh, you may not admit that. You may not like to admit that, but you are surrendering. We submit ourselves all the time to ads. Uh, we submit ourselves to political positions. We submit ourselves to philosophies and beliefs. So we constantly are submitting ourselves. The question you have to wrestle with is what will you submit yourself to? Uh, ultimately, according to John 10.10, 10, the thief, the master of this world, uh, only is seeking to kill and to destroy. That's his ultimate end. He's no concern for your, you. The God, on the other hand, deeply desires you to have a life and to have a life more abundantly. In other words, when we surrender our lives to Christ, we'll have more a sense of joy and, and peace uh, inside doesn't mean life necessarily is going to be better and perfect. It just means that it's going to be more in alignment with what God is doing. And so we'll find a better appreciation for life on the other side of that. Um, and, and, and it allows us also to have a, a sense of significance because we know our lives when they're submitted to Christ, uh, to God, God ultimately is using them for a purpose. And so it provides us the significance that we're looking for all the time. When, when Jesus is on his on earth during his earthly ministry, um, he he continually dealt with this issue of living of life of submission. And and I want to just take a look real quick. Um, it's a passage out of Luke uh, in Luke nine. Let me just turn to it here, and I'm going to be looking specifically at Luke nine 
22 uh, and uh, through 25. It says, The Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised upon on the third day. And as he was saying this to them, uh, Jesus said, If anyone wishes to come after me, let him deny himself, which is a question of submission, and take up his cross and daily follow me. Um, and now it goes on. So forever, uh, forever wishes to save his life shall lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake, he is the one who will save it. For what is man profit if he gains the whole world, but yet loses uh, his soul? And what, what Jesus was telling probably made sense to the people back. Oh, sorry. Didn't make sense so much to the people back then. Because in the world's economy, that some, giving something up wasn't so smart. That wasn't the way to, to get rich, to get ahead. Um, you know, you, you, if you give something up, you expect something in return, something of, of greater value. And so maybe this didn't make sense to them. And, and that's, I mean, Jesus is making almost a baffling proposition um, because he basically was saying, look, if you want to live my life, if you want to go where I'm going, you're going to have to take up this cross and follow me every day. Um, now, he wasn't talking about a literal cross. It's not like Jesus wants to walk around with wood on our backs, you know, carrying this cross. But it, it was very much this idea of metaphorically um, dying to self. Uh, the, the, the cross was a point of crucifixion. It was a, the, the point was people died on crosses. So people understood what he was saying. Take up your cross meant to die. Uh, you know, it, it's interesting. We get back. You take a look at the school seal. And you see this little thing called educatio morbus, education, death. Morbus is kind of a root word dealing with death. But it's actually the word can be translated character, uh, meaning death to self, education, death to self, which is what? Christ-centered education for character. We educate to deny self so that, in essence, character can develop. So, the, you know, being though that the cross was a symbol of Christ's death, they understood that Jesus was basically telling them that following him would require a lifelong commitment of a continual act of submission, submission, submission. Um, Apostle Paul taught about this all throughout Rome, um, where he talked about you know giving our lives completely to God, like uh, Romans six thirteen. Um, and so we have to surrender uh, all things in order to become successful. It's the same we have to do to be successful as athletes, not just sacrifice. Not just give, not just build the muscle by sacrificing time and so on, but surrendering where we're going, how the path is that we're walking forward. Um, when I went to school here, I lived in Gillespie Hall, and uh, we, we somebody was doing a lesson one time, and they had their hand on one side of the wall, and they said, now reach out to the other side of the wall. And and try as we may, we couldn't touch both sides of the wall at the same time. You either You had your hand on this side, or you had to let go to get your hand on the other side. Now, maybe somebody's got long enough arms that can do that, but for me, no, that didn't work. And, and it was this fantastic lesson in this idea that in order to get from one place to the other, I had to give up. Um, I had to not, not just give up the wall, which is sacrifice, but submit to the path in between to get to the other side. Uh, and that's the only way to get there. So if you, if, you know, to touch the other wall... So if you think about it, picking up a cross is this, this picture of 100% surrender. By sacrificing habits, 
sacrificing wants, sacrificing the things that you want to, and then surrendering to the plan in front of you to submit your life to that plan, to follow after that plan, to seek after that plan, to learn more about that plan. Again, to sacrifice and surrender. The two go hand in hand, sacrificing and surrendering. And that's how we ultimately can move forward. So if you think about that, if you say, well, what are things I can surrender? Well, number one is surrender your desires. I find that I have many things that I desire in life, but the closer I draw to God, what I see is God's desires amplified in me. And so by surrendering my desires, I see that the desires that God has for me are greater than the desires I have. They're much more fulfilling. And so surrendering my desires, that's one thing I can do. Surrendering time. Uh, we sacrifice time, but we also can surrender time. Life is like full of distractions all the time. I mean, you know, our phones are constantly, look, I don't even have mine. It's sitting right here, even though I'm spending time with you. You know, it beeps and, 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 and so on. We're, we're like, uh, we're like, Pavlov's dog, you know, I don't know if you remember if you took psychology class, but Pavlov's dog, uh, you know, every time the, the bell rang, uh, the dog started salivating because they knew where they were getting food. You, a phone calls off in a room, and everyone's like, what, what, what? We're, we're so, we're distracted, distracted, distracted. We get caught up in things. Um, so sacrifice and submit your time, meaning sacrifice now because you do these things, sacrifice it give it up. But then as you move forward, begin to submit time to God and watch what he does with that. And then uh, another one is to surrender our minds. The The battle for the mind is a big thing. Um, give your thoughts over to him. Allow God to come over and rule in your mind. And I, you'll be amazed when you surrender uh, these things in their life, you'll be able to pick up, in essence, the cross at that point. You have submitted uh, and surrendered enough that you'll be able to pick up the cross. And then you'll be able to live out the kind of life that like a Galatians 2.20 is talking about. And so I just, I think the first most important part, and this gets in, ties into what we talked about last week. The, before you can do anything else, you have to surrender your life to Christ. It's one thing to say, God, I'm willing to sacrifice my wants. I'm willing to sacrifice my desires. It's another thing to say, God, I'm willing to surrender my life to you. Coach, coach, you know, I've sacrificed. I've sacrificed. I'm ready to play. And coach is basically, that's fine. But you have to surrender to my plan. And surrendering my plan means you have to come to a full understanding that there's nothing you could, there's nothing you bring to the table. You got to submit your life to God wholly. Um, surrendering your life, picking up your cross, identifying yourself with Christ, that you're a Christ follower. That's the point, isn't it? I'm a Christ follower because I've submitted, surrendered my life to him to follow the path that he has. And um, and we don't always do this, but I'm just going to pray a prayer as we close uh, for this week just to kind of help you if you've never done it before that you can pray this prayer with me. Just pray it and then seek out someone, a mentor, a coach, a friend, who can help you as you begin to develop your understanding of what this means. So let's pray to great. Gracious Father, I just thank you uh, for the presence of this individual with me uh, as we take time just to focus on you. God, you loved us so much that you sent your son. You sacrificed your son. Uh, Christ, we realize that you died for us, that you shed your blood for us, the ultimate sacrifice. You lived a perfect life and you provided a perfect sacrifice so that I could know you, that, that this person can know you. And so, Father, 
we admit that running our own lives doesn't make sense. We make sacrifices, but they don't always pan out. And so, Father, we sacrifice for you. We accept the sacrifice of your son. And, and ultimately, Father, we submit our lives to you. And I don't maybe understand right now as I'm praying this prayer, understand that fully. But whatever I have, I submit to you. And coach, tell me what you want me to do. Show me how to run. Show me where to go. Show me what to do. And Father, day by day, help me to submit more and more of my life to you. I just pray in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. God bless you. I'll see you again next week as we continue on this journey of character. And we'll see where it takes us. Thank you much.